latest edition of the OmniTalk Spotlight Series. We are again live on Tuesday. What day is it today, guys? But it's Tuesday, right? Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday from the podcast studio at Shop Talk 2019. We're here again, of course, to discuss the technologies, the companies, and the people that we believe are shaping the evolution of retail. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Market Beyond. Market Beyond provides Fortune 500 brands and online retailers with actionable insights that optimize e-commerce inefficiencies at the chronic level. Their unique technology employs advanced machine learning and AI across billions of online shopping journeys, correcting deficiencies in product assortments, pricing models, website traffic, and other conversion factors, thereby ensuring growth in both revenue and market share. You can learn more at themarketbeyond.com and at their booth, booth number 2529. And of course, as well, Moz. Moz is the trusted authority in online search with powerful SEO and local search platforms that improve the position of your brand, locations, and competitive rank in search results. So today we're excited, it's a big get for OmniTalk. We've got TrueFit here, and we have TrueFit's co-founder and chief product and marketing officer, Romney Evans. So Romney, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, good to be here. So we've, so we've seen you guys at shows now, got probably for the last two or three years, and you guys always have some, some pretty amazing booth setups. There's like fashion shows going on every once in a while. So, so what's going on? What, what are you guys all about? Uh, well, yeah. So look, we 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 like we get into these shows. We uh, you know we have a good time. And we you know I think what's kind of cool about the fashion space generally, and, and then the convergence of kind of fashion with with technology Tech. is uh, you know we don't want to forget what kind of makes fashion special, which is it's a creative you know it's a creative space. Uh, clothing is expressive by nature. We like to showcase that at our booth. That's why we you know, we show these uh, fashion shows, and we also like to tie it to doing some good also. So uh, we actually invite a lot of the attendees of the show to walk the runway. They can get a boomerang photo that gets emailed oh, to them cool. as they walk the runway. Oh, really? Yeah, and if you walk the runway, we, have, we also make a donation, a $100 donation per person that walks the runway uh, to benefit the um, to, to, to benefit refugees uh, across the globe. So. Um, so anyway, it's fun. We have a good time with it. I think people, it's interesting, there's, I think there are two types. We actually have some people that like seek out the runway. They're looking for <laughs> They want to be up on stage. Yeah, they're like this looking isn't for a chance to rodeo. get up there. Uh, you know, they, they like seek it out. They go up there and they're very expressive up on stage. Nice. And you know, more power to them. They do great. And there's others who we also respect and are just like mortified by it. <laughs> and uh, awesome, and like are freaked out by the idea of uh, like getting up in front of everybody and being up on stage. but. It is replete with a fog machine and music and a lot of lighting and okay. uh, it's pretty fun. It's you cool. guys, I have like the club of the shop talk circuit. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, guys totally. Are destination. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I, you know, ultimately, I think what's kind of cool about it is a fun way for us to engage. Yeah. We also have professional models that walk the runway and showcase clothes from a lot of the brands and retailers that we work with. Okay. And um, and we like, I don't know, we like showing that off because ultimately. Uh, technology is a tool to help serve the industry, but we don't want to forget that the industry is creative. It is. Uh, we really believe the idea that that people want to be true to themselves. That clothing is uh, is a means of communication and expression. And that people are constantly communicating with their clothing, whether they know it or not. Right. And, uh, and we're just helping, you know, our technology helps people, you know, to have a, a, an easier shopping experience, a more inspiring shopping experience. And, uh, but, it's, but ultimately it's all about the, uh, the clothes that people love uh, at, at the end of the day. That's, yeah. why they buy, that's why they're shopping. Yeah, there's still an art to it at yeah. the end of the day. There's yeah. still an importance in the art, no matter how scientific or data-driven it gets. So take us back. So you're one of the founders. 
Yes. And so take us back. So what is it? How's it work? What is TrueFit? How's it work? And how'd you come up with this idea? Yeah. What's well, the story? Great. I'll try and take you a little bit chronologically. Yeah. It was years ago. I was shopping with my wife. Uh, we were in a department store. She was trying on jeans. That's kind of where it started. I was the guy who was getting, grabbing alternate sizes from the racks and, and passing it over the top of the door to her. There's nowhere to sit. Uh, you know, I, I, I probably brought her a dozen pair of jeans uh, for her to try on. She left. Uh, we left the store. She didn't buy anything. She felt bad about herself. Okay. Uh, and I just had this epiphany of like, wow, is it really this bad? Is okay. it this hard for people? Yeah. And certainly I wasn't the first person to notice that it was a challenge to find something that you like and that it would also fit you. Um, so I started researching, you know, what other people had been working on in the space. And I looked at those 3D body scanning technologies, there were custom clothing uh, platforms. And at the time I was working at a consulting firm called uh, InnoSight, which focused, uh, okay. it started by uh, Clayton Christensen, who wrote all oh, the books HBS. on this. Yeah, yeah, an HBS professor, uh, wrote all the books on disruptive innovation. And you know, it's so much of what his ideas were about, were about, um, you know, essentially, how do you make uh, innovation more predictable? And as a framework for thinking about that. And, mm. And so through that framework, I looked at this problem and thought, you know, most of the companies that are trying to deal with with fit and sizing challenges are, are doing what he calls sustaining innovations, meaning they're trying to potentially over-serve the mass market and only appeal to kind of the small niche markets when it comes to custom clothing. Like most customers don't buy custom clothing, right. they buy ready-to-wear. Right. There's a place for it, but it is never caught on uh, to the masses. Um, and then similarly, there are some technologies that uh, required 3D body scanning, where you know you had to had to take some you know, pretty significant put on steps. an EOP right. suit and yeah, yeah photograph yeah, yourself. Exactly. Yeah, there, there was stuff like that, you know, and everything in between. And, and I thought what was missing was, you know, could you actually just harness the data right. and make it really easy for the consumer, and um, and then tell people all the things that they would love and they might have a chance of keeping. So what what is the consumer experience like with TrueFit? How do where yeah, do I see sense. it? How does it actually come clock? together? Yes. Yeah, so the way that most people interact with TrueFit to date is when they're shopping for clothes, they might find an item that they're interested in, and on the product detail page of an item that they're interested in on a retailer's site, they'll see a little button or a widget. Hmm. They'll see a little red square with a T in it that represents TrueFit, and it usually says you know find your TrueFit or what size fits me or what size should I buy? Sure. They click on that, they answer a few questions like height, weight, age. They tell us about an item that they currently own that fits them great. And, um, and, and then we take all that information and connect it to a massive data set, which I can tell, tell you about, uh, so that with a high degree of confidence, we can actually show them what size uh, they should buy and the item that they're currently looking mm. at. But um, that's essentially how we enter the market. Okay. Um, and it drives increased conversion, it decreases the returns, and, and uh, it's been rigorously tested throughout the market. The thing that's exciting is we've actually gone way beyond uh, just fit and size. That becomes sort of the gateway to sort of onboard some really great and useful customer data. But I think what we're doing now is trying to personalize the entire customer journey. So going beyond just fit and size, trying to engage earlier in the funnel. So. We introduced this year three products. One was our discovery engine, which is basically uh, personal style rankings. 
So we have this incredible data set where we've mapped the data from 17,000 brands. We have 100 million TrueFit users now that have filled out these profiles and get personal experiences as they shop. And then we get we have like 140 billion dollars of transaction data from retailers that kind of connects deep understanding of the products that we've mapped, deep understanding of the users. And now as you shop, you can actually, if you have a TrueFit profile, you can actually help the uh, like the browse experience or the search results experience uh, be a lot more personalized. So you can help your best styles, uh, fits, and sizes kind of float to the top of the assortment. Okay. And when we think about personalizing the entire journey in terms of style, fit, and size, we can use our APIs to plug into top of funnel marketing, uh, you know, related to search, retargeting, email. Then when you, uh, so that's kind of the awareness phase of the journey. And then when they land on the site and they're in the sort of consideration phase of the customer journey, we can help curate the assortment for them. You know, mo the majority of users will not go past the first page of results. Uh, so it's, and, and even more so on mobile where you've got a limited right. form factor. So it's critically important that retailers get relevant products uh, earlier. And this isn't like a, a new idea. Um, we just happen to have a really unique data set that allows us to do it in a very specialized way for uh, for retailers and brands. And we can actually share our APIs with existing product recommendation engines as well. Sure. So we're not trying to re uh, displace all of the partners in the industry, but rather you know, to put this data to work. So that's the consideration phase. Uh, you know, Think of browse, search results on site, then a user clicks through to an item they, they show interest in. Sure. And that's where um, our confidence engine, uh, the product is called True Confidence. It basically is now showing a personal fit rating, a personal size recommendation, and even fit details to show how we expect an item to fit in their key body areas. Okay. And it eliminates a lot of the sizing guesswork that consumers have. It, um, it drives up consumer confidence, conversion rates go way up. Because uh, unsure sizing is the number one reason consumers are hesitant to purchase. It's almost like a rating user. and review come to life for apparel in some yeah, ways. Yeah, imagine like a yeah, hyper-dynamic yeah. and personalized uh, uh, recommendation yeah. that says, you hey, have confidence in this we, we know about this product, we know how it's purchased in market, we right. know about you, right. uh, here's what we think you should buy. Right. And then it's constantly learning as people interact. So you know, that covers kind of awareness, consideration, purchase, and then you think about service. Uh, and we've, hmm. you know, we're showing some really cool demos in our booth here that shows how we can actually use our APIs to plug into uh, in-store experiences. So uh, we can actually work with uh, places like Tulip Retail that have sure. a clientele app. Sales associates can now, if you walk into the store, if they're integrated with TrueFit and Tulip, the sales associate can say, hey, based on your profile, here's some items here that we think would be great. Can I pull anything for you? They, they already know what size they should get because it actually will, uh, we share that into the yeah. app uh, for the sales associate. Um, we also can integrate, uh, we, we can integrate with uh, chatbots as well to make those chatbots really smart. So okay. you can actually have a conversational right. experience that, um, that is informed in terms of your style, fit, and size. And so we're showing off uh, a demo with Passage AI, who's a chatbot sure. provider. We also work with a company called Snaps, where we have some overlap with some of our customers, uh, all great companies. And uh, and then we are also showing an integration of like a, a, a really smart a, a smart mirror for in store that can be okay. deployed, deployed in a dressing room or on the sh on the store floor. 
it allows for almost like a genius, like an Apple Genius Bar type experience where you know you can make an appointment in advance, come in, uh, clothes that you said you wanted to try on could be ready for you. If you're in the dressing room, it'll give more suggestions that we're powering of things that will be work well for you. The user can then, uh, or the consumer can then, uh, ask that those items be brought to the dressing room so they don't have to leave. Um, so that's some of the in-store, oh, and then, sorry, one last in-store uh, demo that we have, which I think is super cool, is uh, with DSW, we integrated directly our, our APIs into their data app. And in a DSW store, there's not a lot of sales associates facilitating the shopping process. You know, there tends to be... Right, no, it's a, very self-guided. Yeah, self-guided. Yeah. There's like a sample shoe and then a stack of boxes. And so the user can actually scan the barcode on the box okay. uh, of, the sh of shoes, and it'll tell them what size to get in that item. So for a lot of users, they can actually bypass the dressing room if they want, if they're confident about the system. And um, I know I'm rambling here, you guys. No, it's really, it's incredibly interesting. So it's very yeah. much a funnel approach to how you're thinking about this from the consumer perspective. Yeah, so what is next for you guys? What are the retailers that you're working with asking for? What do you guys have on your roadmap yeah, coming up? I think, I think to that point, too, what I'd be interested in, too, so a lot of what you just said is very consumer-driven, right, in yeah. terms of kind of the ethos. Like, in terms of what the retailers are asking for, too, is there, are there any B2B components of this, too? I mean, I imagine you've got tons of data. Like, are you able to do any kind of trend spotting? Right. Yeah, yeah, analysis great. or things like that? Great retailers? question and perfect segue into the last phase. Oh, of cool. That's what's not planned for those listening. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Any way, shape, or form. Yeah, when you think of the last phase of the customer journey, which is loyalty, um, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of things that you can do to help with loyalty. You can help re-engage users uh, through retargeting that's smart and considers style, fit, and size. But we also think of like uh, business intelligence. And so we've got this incredible data set. And we, just this year, we worked with about 30 brands, brand partners of ours, to help us prioritize the kinds of reports and dashboards that they might be interested in seeing based on this unique data set that sure. we have. Which is now the largest connected data set for apparel footwear that we, that we call the fashion genome. So with that data set, We've now launched a product called True Insight, which is a dashboard where uh, brands can look at uh, a, a really sophisticated view that breaks down the demographics of their shoppers. You can actually see things like how their consumer breaks down, not just by you know gender and household, but, but how they break down in terms of uh, body type, uh, height, weight, age, um, and body, body demographic information. You can also uh, look at really cool uh, insights about your products and your brand. So we have a way that you can actually say, hey, for my shoppers that buy my brand, I can actually filter by a category I'm interested in. So you can say, uh, shoppers that buy my brand in the category of shoes, what tops are they buying? It will show the top 25 brands that are buying that uh, you know, buying shoes from the from the reference brand there, and we'll show the price point breakdown of what uh, of how the price oh, is wow. distributed. So oh, wow. really exciting, I think, for brands who are anchored in a core product and yeah. trying to grow in other uh, categories. Right. We obviously can't share one retailer's data with another retailer right. or brand or, or, right. or, but we can we can basically take the information about their shoppers and and, uh, and showcase uh, kind of an index of how 
how what, market what else they market you yeah. other yeah. buying. It's like the consumer price index for, for fashion. It's yeah, like, totally. Yeah, and you cool. can see like a breakdown of like how consumers are buying by key attributes. Like if you're a, a dressmaker, you can see, hey look, uh, A-Line was really popular on the runway this year, but they're actually not buying that silhouette from us uh, a lot. They're buying these other silhouettes. Yeah. And so it can, it can inform uh, product designers. Yeah. Uh, uh, what to make, if you can inform merchandisers, uh, how to uh, allocate, allocate um, inventory. Then lastly, I'll just mention, like, we have a returns benchmarking report. A lot, of, uh, a lot of retailers, they say to us, hey, look, we have a good view of what our return rate is. But we, when we see the return rates in the industry are going up, there's a lot of sure. sampling that happens, and it's a you know, big trend. We just don't know if our return rate is good or bad compared to others. So, obviously, we can't share. Okay. Yeah, so we can say That's like, really hey, look, for women's dresses, you are 13% higher than average. And then you can drill in, you can see which of your styles are actually driving that return rate. You can pinpoint it. And then we can connect it even deeper. You can drill into that style, and we have a fit consistency report, which says, hey, is this style running large or small generally uh, compared to the market? And um, there are other reasons it could be getting returned at a high rate. Uh, but we're giving tools to help identify potential problem areas. You can also compare within your own brand if there's any outliers. Like, hey, we, you know, our brand is a whole sort of lean and uh, running large, but we have a couple of styles that are running more, right. that are running small that just aren't consistent with our brand. And, um, and that helps just, online and offline too. Yeah, think. totally. So and so. And, yeah, absolutely. So we kind of think of it as completing a virtuous cycle of personalization, uh, like this, this is a full cycle here, um, at all at all parts of the customer journey. And uh, and I think what's cool about the insights is it makes you know as, as uh, retailers, marketers, yeah. merchants, and product designers get better at um, kind of making data driven decisions using uh, these tools. It makes each customer's journey around that, uh, you know, around that cycle better uh, each time. And I think that's where it's kind of exciting. Yeah, well, I think it comes back to what you said in the very beginning. It actually brings it back full circle, and now the art can be put into it through the use of data. But still, yeah. you can express it in that way, which is really cool. So. Yeah. Wow, this is a, that's really interesting, man. That was really, really well said, really well articulated. So we got to get you out of here on this, though. So we got to close like we always do with oh, our great. How millennial are you? Are you ready for this? Sure. All right. Sure. All right. All right. We're gonna. We're gonna oh, we'll wrap. see. I don't know, man. That was a pretty interesting, pretty heady topic we just yeah. talked about. So I'm curious to see how we do it here. <laughs> All right. We'll start with uh, the first question, which is: When the option is available, are you using mobile payment or are you pulling out your credit card? Ooh, I'm guilty. I I uh, I pull out my credit card. Okay. But I think it might have more to do with like how how frugal I am and. Uh, and that I'm not spending so often that by right. you know, you want I'm the not conscious like repeat, I'm, I'm not like repeat purchasing so often uh, with any one uh, place. Anyway, so you're not a profligate spender. You're worried about mobile payments <laughs> just being. Yeah, I don't want to make it too easy on myself. The quick road to whatever. It drives me crazy. My kids, uh, you know, to see like my 12 year old. I, I always get like these uh, notifications uh, of like receipts that they're that they're running up uh, as they. Just keep going on like yeah, 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 they're very All right, well, let's get to the next one. Um, how many uh, times in the last week have you ordered food or a drink or coffee via an app? Zero times. Zero? Oh, so zero times. So no, not a Starbucks, Starbucks yeah. nothing? 
Yeah, I know. I'm ashamed. I feel like I'm, <laughs> I'm like feeling guilt now. All right, uh, we'll try to bring you in. We'll on try the to last bring you back one. on the last um, one. Although. We'll, yeah, we'll see, see how we do. Okay. It's dicey. It's dicey. If you could only use one social app, what would it be and why? Um, so I, I mean, I, so the, the one social app that I use the most is probably LinkedIn. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, you know. You may have redeemed yourself. You may have redeemed there. it a little bit. I have bit. to say, I mean, it's totally for business. I mean, you didn't totally say MySpace. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this wouldn't be a far cry to me, but, uh. No, we hear that a lot, actually. That's, we probably heard it like you four times in a row. No, we hear that no, like, a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, no. So, well, that was awesome. That was awesome. Well, hey, man, thanks. And for those listening, Trivit, that really great. That, that was fantastic. Really interesting to hear exactly how you guys are thinking about this space. This is a company, for those who are not familiar with it, I would definitely keep an eye on it because it sounds like they're into some interesting stuff. So thanks again to Romney Evans for sitting down with us today. If people want to learn more, where should they go? Where can they find you at the show? Yeah, we're at Booth... Uh, 3010. Uh, you should see us. There's a big hood. There's a runway. There's often models walking up and down the runway. Smoke machines. Smoke machines. You can't miss it. Uh, music. Uh, a lot of visual displays. But, but seriously, there's some really cool demos showing like all these experiences that we just talked about today. Um, you can also, of course, visit us online at truefit.com and uh, check us out with the many retailers that we're integrated with. Anyway, yeah, we'd love to engage. Pretty interesting. Awesome. Well, thanks again, man, for sitting down with us. And thanks to our sponsors, of course, Market Beyond and Moz. And to everyone listening out there, be careful out there.